The Mainland Affairs Council has responded to former President Ma Ying-jeou's proposal that Taiwan's president meet with Chinese leader Xi Jinping. Speaking to lawmakers on Monday, Mainland Affairs Council Minister Chen Ming-tong pushed back at the proposal, saying that meaningful cross-strait dialogue was possible only on the basis of equality. Former President Ma had urged the meeting as a way to ensure peace for Taiwan. He was speaking at a Taipei forum on Saturday, which marked the anniversary of his summit with the Chinese leader in 2017. Standing across from KMT legislator Chen Yuzhen, Minister Chen Mingtong found himself under siege. He was pressed to comment on Ma's proposal of a Taishi summit. A heated showdown unfolded. President Tsai Ing-wen says there should be a dialogue. Su Zhenchang says that there's no point in going on about a so-called summit. These are two different issues. China has never renounced the use of force against Taiwan and it pushes the one-China principle. This has all been explained very clearly. Don't toss all these ingredients in the same pot. These are separate issues. To have meaningful dialogue, to maintain our dignity, we're very clear on how this is our policy, but some people won't stop shouting about a Ma Xi summit or a Tsai Xi summit. What is the point in that? Do not be so sensitive when it comes to the Ma Xi summit. It has its historical significance. So let's have it remain in history. The KMT lawmaker said the summit was historically significant, drawing a sharp repudiation from the minister, who said history should stay in the past. The two got in an angry exchange, and KMT lawmaker Lai Shibao added fuel to the fire. If a Tsai Xi summit did in fact transpire, there would not be a war between the two sides of the strait. I already said earlier that there's no point in playing up this issue. The president made it very clear in her National Day speech that, so long as dignity is maintained, we are willing to work together to facilitate meaningful dialogue. The minister said that in the wake of the U.S. election, China will attempt to reset and regain control over its fractious relationship with Washington. He said that U.S. policy toward Taiwan is consistent and not subject to change based on who is in the White House. China regards the Taiwan issue as core to China-U.S. relations. It will continue to take advantage of all possible developments, all circuitous tactics, and all ways to speed up its so-called reunification process. As dust settles on the U.S. election, Chen called on China to drop the framework it's seeking to impose on Taiwan and to permit dialogue on the basis of parity. Taiwan shares finished at a record high on Monday following the result of the U.S. election. The market touched an intraday high of 13,149. It closed up 153 points to rest just above 13,127 on turnover of 219.9 billion NT dollars. Market bellwethers TSMC, Largan Precision and Honghai were big performers. Green energy stocks were also on a tear, fueled by hopes of more U.S. support under a Biden administration. All told, institutional investors purchased a net 25.3 billion NT dollars. Meanwhile, over on the Forex, the Taiwan dollar is continuing its rise against the greenback. It briefly touched 28.5 to the U.S. dollar and closed at 28.825. The Taoyuan Metro and the Union Bank of Taiwan have released a music video that celebrates the unsung heroes of Taiwan's fight against COVID. It tells the stories of everyday people doing their part in a pandemic. And it features original music by Nanto's award-winning Chin'ai Youth Orchestra, which performed at the video's premiere on Sunday. A 
lush string melody fills the air and holds the audience rapt. Since the outbreak of COVID, the arts sector and charity organizations have struggled to survive. To give Taiwan a boost of encouragement, Taoyuan Metro and the Union Bank of Taiwan held an event outside Taoyuan's high-speed rail station. It featured young musicians of the Qinghai String Orchestra, which placed first at the Summa Cum Laude Youth Music Festival in Vienna, Austria. Their clear, beautiful melodies were comfort to the hearts of the audience. We spare no effort for the sake of public welfare. We hope that this event can be the start of more good things to come. We hope more organizations can help, putting funds or manpower forward if they can and help take care of disadvantaged groups. Amid this pandemic, every person has fulfilled the duty admirably. We hope that this zeal can be spread to every corner of the world through our airport, the gateway to our country. Besides enjoying the orchestra, little ones at the event sang and danced along with the Union Bank of Taiwan's cute mascot. The Union Bank of Taiwan and the Taoyuan Metro have worked together to hold these kinds of events for four years. In the future, we will continue working with the Taoyuan Metro on public welfare events. The Taoyuan Metro also produced a music video to thank the unsung heroes of Taiwan's COVID campaign to share positive vibes with the rest of the world. Dentists are calling for the public to be smart about their toothbrushing routines. Many people rinse their mouths out with water straight after brushing their teeth. But that negates much of the potential benefits of the brushing. They say you should hold off from rinsing for as long as possible after brushing your teeth. We ward off tooth decay with brushing. But studies show that when you rinse your mouth with water, straight after using a high fluoride toothpaste, the fluoride in your mouth can be largely washed away, taking most of the results with it. You've already used a high fluoride toothpaste. Don't rinse your mouth straight away. That will mean the fluoride stays on your teeth for a shorter time and it's working for a shorter time. Brushing is of course important. But many people get the rinsing wrong. Children are more likely than adults to suffer from tooth decay. Fluoride products can protect gums as well and reduce sensitivity. But if it doesn't stay long enough on the enamel, it can't do its job. For children who tend to get more decay, the longer your fluoride toothpaste stays on the teeth, the better, of course. The longer it's there, the better the remineralization of the teeth will be. The dentist recommends spitting out your toothpaste and that's it. Children especially can go straight to bed after that and just rinse their mouths in the morning. As well as brushing twice a day, remember to time your rinsing right. The Council of Agriculture says more irrigation curbs will come if drought conditions don't ease in central and southern Taiwan. So far, little relief is appearing on the horizon. Tropical storm Vanco, which is developing south of Taiwan, is not projected to make a close enough approach to replenish the reservoirs. It's a gloomy gray day in Taipei, but the rain just won't come. Drought has struck across Taiwan. In the south, the 21st tropical storm of the year, Itao, is heavy with moisture at mid to upper levels. It's delivered sparse showers in southern Taiwan. Trailing the storm is Vamco, the 22nd tropical storm of the year. But neither storm is close enough to Taiwan to deliver much relief. 
from Wednesday to Saturday and even until Sunday, windward areas such as Taoyuan and the north and east will see intermittent rains. Particularly in the northeast, there will be a chance of heavier downpours. In areas with a yellow alert, we will lower the water pressure. We will also build a temporary water desalination plant in Xinzhou. It's the worst dry spell to hit in 56 years. The Water Resources Agency plans to convene a dedicated response team to monitor the drought until late December. Reservoirs island-wide are now perilously low. Jiayi's Zhengwen is at 23 percent capacity, Taoyuan's Shimen at 49, Taichung's Deji at 47 percent and Xinzhu's Baoshan at just over 54. And the supply keeps dwindling. The government says if rains don't come and people don't conserve, winter irrigation will will be affected. For areas north of Tainan, data on water resources, the situation at reservoirs and on irrigation will be compiled and reported. Only after a final assessment is made on the water situation will we announce whether irrigation will be halted in late November or early December. Add up Taiwan's main reservoirs and there's only about 1 billion tons of water remaining. Last month, the COA suspended irrigation in areas of Taoyuan, Xinzhu and Miaoli. More restrictions may be about to come, this time for farmers in central and southern Taiwan. Animal rights advocates want the government to ban battery cages for egg-laying hens. At a forum in Taipei, the Environment and Animal Society of Taiwan said that despite years of public awareness campaigns, 90% of eggs still come from inhumane production systems. They said the only way to see real action was creating clear laws with detailed standards for animal welfare. We call battery cage. It's like, this is like uh, an A4 size. Uh, some farmers might put two or even three. Sometimes they put four chickens into these tiny cages. According to Animal Welfare Group, the vast majority of Taiwan's hens are still trapped in tiny cages the size of an A4 sheet of paper. In 2014, the government established guidelines for the humane treatment of laying hens and pigs. But old farming habits die hard, and 90% of eggs are still produced through the traditional system. Currently, I think 90% of egg production in Taiwan is in the back the battery cage. So each chickens are crammed, crammed into that very tiny cage. They cannot move. It will be prone to disease or to pathogens. Then there is a, a drug, a animal drug is required. So it also is makes the, the eggs is very prone to the food security issues. At a forum hosted by Netherlands Office Taipei and other partners, activists called on the government to take firmer action against inhumane farming, for instance, by banning battery cages. Not only the definition and guidelines, we need to have a better and more comprehensive change of law and policy. For example, in Europe, the battery cage is banned, but Taiwan, we, we still allow the battery cage system. So I think in terms of law and regulation, we need to uh, ban the battery cage first then to show the industry the direction to go. At the forum, supermarket chain Carefor detailed its commitment to selling cage-free eggs. Other leading hypermarket chains in Taiwan, including IKEA, RT Mart International, and City Super, have also pledged to sell cage-free eggs. This year, coming soon, we're going to launch our first free range uh, product, private label. By 2025, all our private label eggs, we're going to uh, all will be cage-free. 
Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this very first Netherlands-Taiwan platform for animal welfare in the agriculture. Galar Nader, the director of the Agriculture and Food Department of the Netherlands office Taipei, spoke at the forum through a video call from Seoul. She said that similar to Taiwan, the Netherlands has adopted circular agricultural policies and animal welfare policies. And what makes us also unique is that we have a political party that focuses on animal welfare. Similar to Taiwan, the Netherlands has adopted the agriculture policy uh, and within that policy, animal welfare is very important, but also the role of consumer is very important. And as in the Netherlands uh, office in Taipei, we try to promote cooperation between companies and organizations, promoting animal welfare and facilitating the transformation towards a circular agriculture. Representatives of Dutch animal welfare organizations also joined the event virtually, sharing how the Netherlands has changed consumption patterns through animal welfare policies. For most news, Stephanie Yang, Wu Dongmao in Taipei. Now in its 12th year, the annual Jinmen Tunnel Music Festival unfolded over the weekend inside an old military tunnel on the offshore county. This year, South Korean baritone Chung Il-hoon was invited to perform along with other local artists. Let's have a listen. Cherry Blossom Mania has gotten off to an early start this year. One of Taiwan's favorite spots for a holiday in the pink is Uling Farm in Taizong. Rooms in the popular resort are all taken for the cherry season, but experts say there are still lots of options open to set up your perfect springtime getaway. A sea of pink petals sparkles in the sunshine. Cherry blossoms flutter in the breeze and fall like pink snow on the paths of Uling Farm. Thousands of visitors descend on the idol every spring. Now, the farm says it opened bookings for rooms in the 2021 Sakura season three months early and tickets sold out in just six minutes. To customers who didn't manage to book a room but still want to come and enjoy the blossoms, we would suggest you try again. Get in early before 8 a.m. on December 1st when we open bookings for camping spots. On the farm's website, all rooms in February and March are booked up. On national holidays, mid-size and large coaches are all booked too, filled with cherry viewing tour groups. Wooling's Facebook manager suggests cherry fans take heart and fix their sights on grabbing a camping spot on December 1st, or join a waiting list for rooms that become available. The Directorate General of Highways also has a plan for public transport for a cherry viewing day trip, as well as plans with travel agents. Every day, 1,000 people could make a day trip. Consumers can plan a wonderful cherry viewing expedition. With the pandemic ruling foreign travel out, domestic tourism is big business. Famous Sakura destinations, including Wuling in Taichung, Awandan National Forest in Nantou, Tianyuan Temple in Danshui, and Alishan Forest Railway are all gearing up for the return of spring. A nation longs for fresh air and floral color. It's water chestnut season. Many will enjoy the crunchy local delicacies this fall, but if you're a big fan, you might want to try these special pink specimens from Yunlin's Suiling Township. Fed with fresh water, farmers say they're just like a ripe pear when eaten raw. These steamed chestnuts are pink, a far cry from the usual black. The difference is they're irrigated with fresh water. 
The water pours continuously through the fields. That makes for delicious water chestnuts, even straight from the field. How did the farmers come up with the idea? They say it's thanks to being next to Jian and irrigation system. Normal techniques use stagnant water, which is only topped up when the water level drops. That means the fields have to be fertilized with potash, but running water makes that redundant. It's water from under the ground and from the Zhuoshui River mixed together and circulated. The water circulation system produces a very unique crop, but as it's reliant on the river, this year the unusual weather has had a big impact. It has an impact if it doesn't rain, because if there's not enough rainwater for irrigation, it gets very hot underneath and the water chestnuts can't grow. The harvest was cut in half, say farmers. That means viewers who want to try one in season this year will have to get the skates on.